From the friendly frontier, this is Everything West Texas. This podcast is brought to you in part by Floyd Miller Investments and the West Texas Tribune. Hosted by the man himself, Mr. Floyd Miller. All the information conveyed during this show is intended to inform, educate, and resonate with integrity and credibility. We may make you laugh, we may even make you cry, but never will we speak out against you or about you. We want to speak with and for you because every voice deserves to be heard. The views and opinions expressed on this show are meant to stimulate, not offend, and we reserve the right to edit content and outside participation to preserve the ethical value and professional principles of operation structure, maintain a platform for interaction and information. Join us as we explore trending topics in news, politics, sports, business, education, faith, and the people, places, graces of creating a ripple in the surface of the big country. Your host of Everything West Texas, streaming on all major podcast platforms for your listening and viewing fulfillment, investment professional and editor-in-chief, Mr. Floyd Miller. Where the cotton grows and the oil flows, here's Everything West Texas. Good evening, this is Floyd Miller with uh, It's Everything West Texas, and we're really happy to be here this evening. I think we're going to have an interview that you will find very interesting. Sometimes, you know, I look around at people that are having different challenges. Maybe it is a sickness, maybe it is an illness, or maybe it's someone like the lady that we're going to be talking with this evening, someone whose life has changed, but she is making the best of it. Maybe we can say that she's actually taking lemons and making lemonade. So this evening we have in the studio with us, uh, Miss Michelle Daniels. We're so happy to have her. Miss Daniels is legally blind but she's doing some amazing things. So we want to welcome you to the show today, Ms. Daniels. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me here. Well, I'm glad that you are here. And um, I ask you to be on this show because we have been talking over the last several months and I have just been amazed at your attitude, and I think that maybe you have something that you could share with individuals. So if you would, kind of take us back to maybe a little bit about your childhood, what you were doing uh, before you became legally blind. So just tell us a little bit about Michelle. I grew up in Abilene. I went to College Heights Elementary in Bowie. And Jefferson Middle School, I graduated from uh, Cooper High. I graduated from Texas Women University in Denton with an accounting degree. And from there, I lived in Denton for a bit. I lived in Houston. I moved back to Abilene, uh, working with Dunnigan Fuels, doing uh, tax accounting for them. For a bit, yeah. I re- remember Donegan Fuel. That uh, that's a uh, that's a big name. Um, Truett and, and Davis other, was uh, was with Donegan Fuels. Yes, uh, I knew Mister Davis, and he he was really um, an outstanding uh, businessman. So 
What was it like working for uh, Donegan? It was fun. It was exciting. It was never a dull moment. And so how long did you work for them or what did you do after working for them? I worked for them for, uh, I think, two, two and a half years. And then after that, I found out that I was uh, dyslexic and I went to respiratory therapy school. And uh, DARS here locally retrained me. And I was able to go to respiratory therapy school and become a respiratory therapist. And I got my uh, certification. And I went to uh, worked at Hendrix up until, I think, 2005 or so. Well, I, I want to inter interrupt a minute. I, you know, we were wanting to talk about your blindness, but you mentioned being dyslexia. I mean, how did dyslexia and, and all of those numbers work together? It seemed like that would be a tremendous conflict. That's, uh, that's, we, we, I caught, I made a mistake on one of the books in the era, putting in, uh, $18,000 as $8,000, and we didn't catch it until we got ready to do the end-of-the-year books, close out the end-of-the-year taxes and everything, and that's when we got called in the bank, also still had the money on hand, and was able to give us the money back into our account, mm -hmm. and so, and, and my, and, and my uh, employer suggested that I go to Hart and Simmons and get tested. Oh, okay. And, and so that's that's when you... That's get, when I found out. I, I think I was 31, 32 years old when I found out I was uh, dyslexic. Oh, okay. And so you mentioned DARS. Could you tell me what the audience, what DARS stand for? You say they would help you to retrain? Yes. Uh, disability... Oh. Oh, that's that's all right. We'll we'll get to that later. But it 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 is an organization that help. It's through the state. Okay, that have different disabilities. Uh huh. They help with this. They helps with they helps people with different disabilities. Whether you have a speech impediment, I also have a speech impediment too, and so they were able to help me with my speech impediment too, and with me being uh, ADD and ADHD as well. And you went to college and I went to college and went through all of this and didn't find out any of this until I was grown. So, so you had all of this and then finally you uh, diagnosed as being legally, legally blind. Legally blind. Okay. So did, did that, when did that begin to come on? Uh, I started wearing glasses in the fourth grade, uh, I wore glasses and contacts off and on from the time I was in fourth grade up until I was grown. It wasn't until 2006, 2007, uh, where they told me that I was legally blind, which is uh, 200 to 400 on the scale of 
your visual acuity of seeing. And so, uh, and which which caused my which, which caused me be, to be legally blind was me having keratoconus and glaucoma, and keratoconus is causes your corneas to be more of a football shape, um, of a more pointed, and so it distorts your vision, and so uh, a couple years later. I went to Austin and I had a cornea transplant. My body didn't reject the cornea transplant, but it did not improve my vision in my right eye. So in my right eye, I have no vision in my right eye. I have only vision in my left eye straight on up to a certain point. I have no depth perception or no peripheral vision. Well, when you when you got the diagnosis that you would... Um be blind uh, how did that uh, affect you what kind of process did you go through uh, it devastated me because it, it was I didn't know how I was going to live how I was going to function how I was going to do everything I did before my day-to-day living it threw me for a loop it uh, threw me for a whirlwind and if it hadn't been for me going to Chris Cole to retrain me and teach me to, that I could still cook, I could still clean, I could still iron my clothes, I could still sew, I could still put on my makeup, I could still dress, I could still do everything that I had been doing before, I just had to learn how to do it a different way. Okay, so it was... Chris Cole, is that a company? Is that an individual? It's a it's a institution, it's a school in Austin. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And so after you came out of uh, that, then did you go into another business or uh, how, how long were you in that uh uh I guess devastating environment where you were just feeling devastated? I would say a period, about six to nine months, I was really, really down, depressed. I was, because I had, if, because not only did I have to take care of myself, but also had to take care of my son. And I had to make sure that he was also learning and being taken care of, too, as well. Okay, so how was your son when... When you were diagnosed? He was three or four years old. And he was more understanding and more helpful than anything. He has been the best child to, I can say, to go through this walk with me. Well, that's 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 wonderful. We normally think about mothers walking alongside their children, but it seemed like this was a case where the child was walking alongside you and kind of bringing, bringing you along. So. He was able to go, well, on, on the days that he didn't have school, he was able to go with me to Chris Cole, and they were able to show him uh, how to use a walking cane, how it felt for me to get around with a walking cane, you know, and... uh how to use the stairs 
and the computer with with jaws and sound. So so it was. So this is an amazing amazing young man. So when did you decide to get into the business that you're in now? And first of all, I kind of like for you to explain to people what you're doing and when you decided to do that. Uh, I'm currently in the CBD industry. Okay, CBD. What is uh, what is that for people that might not uh, know? Cannabinoid. Oh, okay, okay. And um, how do you how do you market your products? I mean, how do people find out about you? Uh, via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Okay, and so. Is this kind of in the uh, the network marketing space? Uh, I mean, yes, sir. Okay, 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 okay. How long have you been doing that? I've been do I've been in 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 the business since June. I started in June. And how is that going for you? It's going for me good. It's going good. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. We well, have uh, from 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 the CBC. CBD standpoint it's a house of brands not just having the CBD products but we have daily sprays we have uh, perfumes mantra scents we have essential oils we have uh, a coccyx which is 4x which takes you step by step learning in, uh, how to trade the stocks, how to trade for, how to do the trading on Forex yourself without having to pay somebody else to do it for you. You do it all yourself. Well, that's, that's, that's and we have travel. Travel. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, are you, are you planning a trip somewhere? <laughs> I'm hoping so. Oh, okay. I plan to in the near future. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. So, this business, I guess, it's a business of of sales. You 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 have to put yourself out there some some way. And and uh, I've uh, I've been in the sales business myself, so I know sometimes that can be challenging when you can see and go anywhere you want to. But so how you how you staying motivated? What's keeping you motivated? What keeps you going? The end result. What what. My partners are doing, and I'm hearing what they're doing, and how and and how they're going up the line, and making the money, is keeping me motivated, knowing that I can make the same money that they're making with the product, and like I, our best-selling product is Liquid Lipo, and I'm a product of the product. I started taking the product myself, and I lost 36 pounds. On liquid lipo. Wow! Well, when people hear this, you always so, get people calls. <laughs> wow! Well, that is important. Being a product, uh, that is important. Being a product uh, of the product. What? What would you say to someone that, for whatever reason, maybe maybe they're down on their luck. Maybe they. Um, don't have exactly the same condition that you have, but but they are depressed. What what would you say to somebody like that? 
Pray, don't give up. There's a hope around the corner. Just hold on. Somebody, God will put somebody in your path to help you out of that dark spot, to brighten your day, to turn your life around. Well, you you said there's hope. Pray. There is a, a bright spot. Did you... Did you always see that bright spot or was there a time that it was pretty dark for you? My bright spot was my son. My drive to keep me going was my son. For me not to give up was for my son. Okay, so so your son was... um, my motivation. Motivation. You just said you saw this little guy, and you said, "I got to. We got to figure something out. We got to get. We've got to get through this." Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that is wonderful that you have um, seen that, and that you are moving forward. If you, if you could see the future or predict it. Where do you see your where do you see yourself one day? What do you see yourself doing maybe even in in addition to what you're doing now? I would say in the financial area, in the financial realm. Yes. Or even in uh life insurance as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh those are two good areas to, to get into. Uh, there again, there's no limit um, to what you could uh, do. You know, this is um, uh, National Women History Month, and I just wanted to ask you, is there some woman that you admire? And if so, who is that individual, and why do you... Um, admire them. What is it about them that you admire? Cecily Tyson, because she never gave up from her from the roles that she had on television, Broadway, to the movies, she played the roles that she wanted to play. In other words, uh seems like you're saying that Miss Tyson was somewhat picky. Maybe she didn't didn't just go after anything. Except anything, except anything. Well, we we lost Miss Tyson about what I guess within the last month, but she she did have um, an excellent uh, career. Career, okay. yes. So if you. Um, if she's your target, if she's your, one of your heroes, you've, you've set some uh, pretty high standards uh, for yourself. Is, um, is there anything that you would like to say that maybe any question that I haven't asked you, anything that you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, 
as far as being blind and with the other individuals that have disabilities, we're there also. Don't look over us. When we ask for help, help us. When you see us walking across the street, don't turn the corner and run over us. So it's it's you know when you have someone that's in a wheelchair, you know they're disabled. When you see someone with a walking cane, you assume they're disabled. Well, when you see somebody with a white cane, they are disabled as well. But from what you're saying, disabled in no way should mean discarded. Disabled in no way is second-class citizen. citizen. Or anything like that. Exactly. And you are just like anybody else, and you want the same opportunities. Am I? Am I understanding? Yes, sir. Basically, what you what you were saying there. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I hope that everybody hears that, and I hope that people will be uh, sensitive uh, to those needs. And I guess the truth is. Even all of us uh, disabled in some kind of way. We may not be labeled as disabled, but everybody has uh, challenges. Challenges. Challenges from from time to time. So, um, again, I want you to um, tell us the name of your business and if you have some other final comments that you'd like to share. We'd, we'd like to hear that. Okay. And my name of my business Fit Fair, Fit and Fair by Deb by Queen Debonair. Fit and Fair by Queen, Queen Debonair. Okay. Any reason behind that particular name? Let me get my motto to uh to pull up. When you when you want you won't fail when you go with Michelle Bell Daniels. We specialize in vitamins, oils, CBD products, travels, and more. Okay, okay, that's that's very good. I uh, I am going to. 
run this podcast just like you heard it because sometimes that's what life is like. For us, sometimes it takes a little longer. A person's wheelchair, maybe a person's blind. Sometimes things do take just a little bit longer. And as we listen to this podcast, um, if we find ourselves maybe being impatient sometimes, I hope that this podcast and these pauses that you heard will remind us that we're all on the same journey, but some of us maybe have a little faster pace than others, some of us a little slower pace. Uh, Ms. Daniels, I really appreciate you being here today. I appreciate the attitude that you have, the honesty in which you have uh, shared what is going on with you. We ask that God will bless you and that someone will be helped because of this podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You're well. This podcast has been sponsored by the West Texas Tribune and Floyd Miller Investments. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, FSC member FINRA SIPIC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and are marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of FSC. Floyd Miller can be reached at 3300 South 14th Street, Suite 100, Abilene, Texas, or by phone at 325-676-0138.